Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 110 of the Generation Gaming Podcast. I am your host for this week. I am Tyler. I guess I'm the host every week. Uh, but I am joined by my good old buddy, old pal. We have the Jack of Hearts. It's a new day, people! Yes, it is! hands together! <laughs> yes! Jin! Gaming! Jin! <laughs> gaming! That's right. Oh, Alright, wrestling fans will enjoy that joke. No, but we are also joined by a good friend of mine. He's actually in studio with me right now. I'm looking at him. We have Justin. Say hello. Hello. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> or today? Or this morning? Whatever time you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Why you gotta put a time on it? Like, it, Sorry. They can, they can listen to it anytime they want. <laughs> God, we can listen at middle of the night. You can listen at 3 a.m. You can listen at 3 p.m. I don't care. Anytime. Gen Gaming Podcast, transforming people into time lords since 2012. Yes. <laughs> 2013, you're aged just a little bit too much. Uh, yeah. No, but um, as you guys might have heard last week, uh, Jake is gone, and like Jack said, it's a new day. Uh, Jake said goodbye, and we say hello. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> I'm not uh, taking over for anybody. I'm just me. He's just going to te- be myself. He's going to be himself. <laughs> for better or worse. Yes. <laughs> we don't know Mostly yet. Mostly worse. <laughs> Potentially. But, uh... I don't even know where to go from here. This is a weird, this is new to me. Uh, me too. He's like, he's sitting next to me. I can look at him now. <laughs> ah, we, uh, we should go, we should have went and picked up Jack on the way to this podcast. Yes, so I would have loved to. Live <laughs> in the studio. fun talking to him. Yes, we've been actually, we've recorded like 18 podcasts at the time. It's actually, before we actually press record on Audacity, so. <laughs> we've been drinking beer for the last couple hours, so. Oh it's, yeah. It's been interesting how seal this goes. seal too soon. We did, so hopefully there's no pee breaks during. <laughs> how, how you how you doing, Jack? You broke the seal yet? Uh, <laughs> the, the seafood oh. salad seal. Well, the seafood salad's already gone, but oh. anyway. Wait, you had a seafood salad? Yeah. You fucker! I had orange <laughs> chicken. The artificial crab meat's delicious. Oh, anyway. I had a bucket of cottage cheese. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. So I guess we'll just kind of jump into what we've been playing. Uh, actually, you know what? Before we start there, let's let's talk about let's talk to Justin here. Introduce yourself. Talk about your little bit of your past. What have you been playing the last twenty six and a half years? Oh my god, uh, <laughs> that is a good question. I will start off by saying thank you for uh, letting me be on the show. I've been listening to you guys since day one. I've uh, you guys are awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're sorry. It's part of his I'm plea not bargain. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, the, the first introduction, I want to say real quick how I got introduced in the video games. It won't take very long. Uh, we had a bunk bed in my old house in Ankeny, Iowa. I have two older brothers. I'd be on the top bunk, they'd be on the bottom. I'd wake up to them, probably, it was probably midnight, and they'd be fighting over Mortal Kombat 2 on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. And uh, it sounds strange, but that's actually a fond memory of mine. <laughs> I'd just sit up and watch them, and I'd yell sometimes. And yeah, um, that's how I got started playing video games, and uh, I I love playing video games. Yes, it's there's something special about them. Yes, that's very true. Uh, <laughs> make you laugh. Yeah, make you cry. Yeah, it's very deaf. I understand. Completely. Like, in, and if you're going through uh, weird times in your life, uh, video games can help you in some weird way. This no like a book. This like a book can. 
Like I got lost in video games with with friends and without friends. But I always yeah. <laughs> I always knew I had friends too. But. Yes. I understand what you mean. No, like a always... separate thing, like yeah. There's Stuff going on at home and you're playing this game and you're kinda of lost in your own world and it's like honestly you feel like the the whole year, like if I didn't have this game I don't know. What would I be doing right now? That's a good point. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> I think people... it's really amazing though because you know, just like you, Justin's like, ah, a lot of my best memories and stuff, I can just remember for, like, various video games I played all throughout, you know? It's just... <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, then. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to what we've been playing. Uh, Jack, Gabe, my yeah. flame, my muse, <laughs> my uh, podcasting buddy, what have you been up to the last week? Well, it's pretty much a continuation from last week, as I haven't really been playing anything new besides one game in particular, and that is something that we will probably be getting into once you do what you're going to be playing, like, uh, you know, what you've been playing, Tyler. So, instead, I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth, not like so long, but I'm going to talk a little bit more Forza Horizon 2. I'll tell you what, though. There's just something about that game that just really got me hooked now because I basically gave it like a three to four days like off of it since I've been on the Fire Emblem Awakening kick. Ooh. And uh, so right now I stopped with the exploration of the outside things for the billboards and I've just been going through across the races. And starting out the day, I had like about 14 races or something like that that I have won. I had like about 12 championship things like uh, I had left to try to win. And now I'm, like, down to seven. Nice. <laughs> I am really just, like, uh, knocking them down, like, so on and so forth and stuff. And that is partially in due because I like to pick, and I didn't know I could do this, I could actually pick the certain championships that I can go into. So what I've been doing is I've been going into, like, the, the supercar stuff. So I got this, like, this bitch in Ferrari, right? This red Ferrari <laughs> that I've uh, got through all the upgrades. And I think I've said this previously, but you can go in depth, like with a bunch of the cars, like from there, from the type of tires you can put on it through the engines, through the, to like the, the bearings, to all this other like deep shit for your vehicles. Wow! And with that in mind, it improves the performance of say like your handling, your acceleration, your speed, and stuff like that. It's really in depth the way you can customize things, like going inside the paint stuff as well, and try to create your own various like colors and designs for your vehicles. So. What I've spent my time doing today, <laughs> at our time of recording here, is I've been playing a bit, like, not only through the actual races, but I've uh, come across a couple of different sorts of uh, races that I thought I should feel like uh, sharing with you guys. One of them was my race against this uh, this train. So inside the Forza Horizon 2, they have these specific type of uh, racing events where you have to outrace, like, certain, like... Uh, like, certain, like, fast-moving, like, vehicles and stuff, so... It's like, one of them was, like, this big old like, jet thing that you had to try to out... No, it was actually an airplane, actually. Mm. You had to outspeed it, try to get, like, ahead of it and stuff. It basically is, like, an epic racing type of, uh, missions. And there's only, like, a handful of it in the entire game. So, the train one was really interesting, because I did not lead throughout the entire section of that up until like the last few seconds <laughs> but uh what it was is this game th those type of missions in particular you have to be really skilled like with how you progress across the tracks because 
if you even remotely try to like say like go too fast around a corner you're gonna spin out you're gonna crash into walls you're gonna do this and stuff but i got it down to a science to where if i'm like playing these type of like uh, racing things i gotta somehow break somehow do drifting stuff and so what i figured out to do was just customize my vehicle the way i liked it go through the races basically go through and beat whatever i can <laughs> So, so far I have beaten an airplane, like outraced an airplane, I've outraced a freaking uh, train, and the last one that I outraced when uh, you, when we were talking before recording is, I, I was not paying attention, I went into like one of those race type of dealies, and it wasn't until like around a couple minutes in, I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm racing against 37 fucking air balloons, (laughs) it's like, they're all of them are in the sky, I'm like, there's like a counter in the corner, it's like something out of 37, like, what? That's not right. Are you, are you sure it wasn't 99 red balloons? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be freaking funny though. 99 red balloons. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, so was John Candy and Steve Martin in one of these plane, trains, or automobiles? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, that was good. Um, oh my god, I now I'm, I'm just kind of wishing there were. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, guys. That's I'm done. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, though, the, the balloon race was just like almost the same as the train one, only this time I was able to beat it just about a smidgen, not under a second, really, like two hundredths of a second, at least. It was really crazy. <laughs> but, uh, other than that, I've went through a bunch of Fire Emblem Awakening. I'm now at chapter 13 for that thing. I'm around 22-something hours in now, and uh, like I've been saying last week, I basically have been using the DLC map things to go and just earn experience through grinding, like uh, those uh, z- those vegetable zombie-like monsters. That's pretty much what I can describe them as. And uh, I've got it to where I've uh, completely maxed my uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem like uh, avatar character, which isn't really too hard, especially if you have like a lot of Master Seal and Second Seal stuff. But uh, I got to a point where I'm just one-shotting people like during the freaking chapters. I'm like, okay, okay, I think I've, I've trained this guy enough. And uh, I'm just trying to focus on some of my other party members. And so what I've been basically doing is I've been playing matchmaker with a lot of my group characters. Because <laughs> that's another fun part about this thing. You can actually, like I said before, you can pair off specific like male and female like uh, like group members together. They can form relationships, do this, do that. But uh, a lot of their benefits can be like used if they're battling alongside of each other. So say if uh, you're you have a married couple or something battling against one monster, they'll if uh, one's a little bit weaker than the other, they'll be able to cover each other's weaknesses and stuff, and just take out a lot of the various like uh, bad guys and stuff. But uh, yeah, one of my favorite classes I think during that game is uh, the assassin. There's this one character by the name of Lung Kuo who's uh, he starts off as a as a Meridian or something like that. The character classes, which is basically sort of uh, like he just basically uses swords, and he's pretty much like a, oh gosh, like a step above a thief, like strength wise. But once you uh, get him past like a certain like level class, once you change his class level, you can do to either like an assassin or like a sword master or whatever. So I went with the assassin because uh, he has the access to bow and arrows, which is really good for, like, long range. Like, uh, there's a lot of, like, 
situations where you're going to need archers inside the later part of uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. So it's just really cool because whenever like they gain like an ability or if there's actual critical or some against uh, like an enemy or something, they flash into this like uh, this like sidebar over the the main screen or something like that, and they they spout a little bit of dialogue or something like that, like this is here that you'll die or something like that, and they'll just slice the guy like right in half. <laughs> it's really awesome. But uh, other than that, yeah, that's basically what I've been playing this week. All right. So, nice. so Far Awakening, it's Destiny with a storyline. Got it. <laughs> oh God, it's. I've, I've heard only only good things about that game. <laughs> It's very good. It's okay. probably one of my most favorite games that I've played in the last, like, ten years. <laughs> Heck yeah. And that's for 3DS, right? Yep. For okay. 3DS, Fire Emblem Awakening. And new 3DS. <laughs> and new 3DS. <laughs> Can't forget about that. Yep. Gotta build that library up. Yep. Um, <laughs> Alright, so I probably should start this way, but since we have Justin joining us for the first time, why don't you tell us what you've been playing over the last week or two? Okay, uh... I have been playing a few games, but I uh, narrowed it down to a, a few. That doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> um, the first, I'm not going to go into story details of this because I don't think you really have to for this game. But uh, or I just don't want to because I forgot a lot of it from the original time I played the actual full game. Is uh, the Evil Within DLC? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I'm going to start with the frustrating things. Just probably not the best place to start usually. But, uh, first off, um, there's some things in the game, uh, I love the Evil Within, the original one, like the actual full game, overall, fantastic game. There's yep. a few things in the game that, uh, were frustrating, like, uh, you have someone following you, and, uh, there's people behind you, you gotta tap a button, like, a thousand times, uh. and you're, it's all timed, it's like... Oh, push no. it a million times. Real open, good. Open a door. Push it real good. <laughs> um, and uh, hopefully you'll get through without getting chopped in half by something. Uh, there's three parts of DLC. The first part is actually the uh, assignment. That one, I enjoyed it overall, but it, it is my least favorite one of the three. It is filled with more of these uh, frustrating moments that came from the actual Evil Within Stealth parts that weren't that exciting or fun. The constant bushing, button pushing. But besides that, though, I, I really en enjoyed it. Like, there's, like, little things in it that's, like, it was so nice to be back and uh, playing in that world. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's fun. The way I can describe it, actually, is uh, actually the, the consequence is the second one. And they're both about an hour and a half to two hours long. Uh, the way, best way I can describe it as how it... Uh, connects to the actual original game. It's like Lion King one and a half. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's... It's like behind the scenes what was going on the whole time. It's like Timon and Pumbaa. Because, yeah, exactly. And like, honestly, I don't know if you've played it, Jack, but I know Tyler I've has. never played Evil Within, My though, but game I of have seen yeah, it. It's a but great I think game. I seen, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a great game, but like, at the end, you're just like... I don't know exactly what was going on. You kind of—it's kind of cool though that way because it's like a mystery. I will say what was actually going on isn't like amazing. <laughs> it's just kind of what you expect. It's a quirky, crazy game, and the the reason you played it wasn't because of the story necessarily. It was—it reminded you of Resident Evil, really, to me. Yeah, hmm. it took you back. There's actually even a mansion inside the game that's almost like a half scale of the original mansion from Resident Evil. Yeah, like every room. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, besides that, though, um, one thing I recall from the original game that stuck out was the uh, this creepy lady that would uh, show up all the time. She like walked around like a spider. Oh, kind of remind you of Lisa from Resident Evil One. Yep. Uh, especially the, like the remake on GameCube. Yeah, she's the one that had, like she like bent backwards. Oh yeah. And yeah, she just chased Beautiful. you everywhere. Uh, what a fucking Bray Wyatt spider walk or something? Like, yes, that's what it is. Yes, that's scary, man. Oh my god, being chased dude, by Bray Wyatt. She was, most, out. she was the freakiest thing in the game. Uh, she does not reappear in these, but there's something else that reappears that's just as freaky. The only way I can describe it is like uh, if someone was on acid and watched the Christmas story, the part with the lamp <laughs> with the long the leg. Yes, it's like there's two legs on this lady thing. And she's like eight feet tall, and she has a headlamp on her head. <laughs> and uh, from her crotch <laughs> all the way up to her neck, it's like a giant vagina with teeth. And it, it, it eats you. And it's she oh comes like God. that chick does, and it's scary. I know though. my ex-girlfriend was in Weevil. <laughs> <Lord. laughs> yeah. And uh, the, uh, the Consequence, the second one, same amount of time to beat it. I already mentioned that, sorry. Uh, I actually preferred that one over the first part. So if, if you're having trouble, if you decide to purchase the DLC and you're having trouble with the first one, I recommend uh, trying as hard as you can to beat through it because the second one's actually definitely worth it. I actually like the consequence a lot. It's You can actually get a, a weapon in that one. <laughs> the awesome. rest is all stealth, basically. Yeah. So um, um, do you play ahead. as the the one girl cop from... The... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you are the, the girl cop. I can't even remember her name right now. Doesn't matter. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you play as her, and uh, you run into the other characters randomly. It's oh, kind of okay. cool. Like, just like Lion King 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> so, but basically, it's like kind of what she's doing while the main game's going on. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And like it, uh, your point of view from the first game is suddenly uh, not... The perspective you had isn't as correct as you thought it was. Huh. So, yeah. Uh I'm just, that's all I'm going to say about those two. I'm going to go to the last one, though, is Executioner, because I want you to uh, experience it on your own. The execu- uh, Executioner is the last one. And I thought this one would be actually like the, uh, kind of like the worst one, in a way. But it's actually pretty cool. You, uh, hmm. The story to this is actually my favorite. Uh, you're, the Executioner actually follows you around in the original Evil Within. Like this guy with this huge hammer. I think he has a chainsaw sometimes. He has a, a huge mask on his face. Uh, he actually is sent in by this strange company to, in this weird augmented reality type thing, you're like hooked up to this brain thing. Is it Umbrella Corporations? It's just pretty much like that. (laughs) Um, what's cool though is, it's actually my favorite story part of the whole DLC, and it's actually, he sent in to save his daughter who's trapped in there. They say, if you don't kill everybody you find, we will kill your daughter. And it's actually pretty cool to add something to that, so... Hmm. I saw, yeah, that's all I'm going to say um, about that. It's really fun, though. It's in the, It takes place all in that mansion. That's like the Resident Ooh. Evil mansion, which okay. is kind of cool. It's almost like a raid mode in a way. All right. Uh, uh, one more thing about this whole DLC is uh, I love the music and the sound effects. I think it was well-designed. I enjoyed it overall, and there's some creepy snails in it <laughs> that I don't understand. <laughs> but you unlock things if you shine your flashlight on them. <laughs> Real quickly, Balloon Fight, I put it on here. I know you talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's simple, challenging, and addicting. It's perfect on the 3DS. I originally got it for $0.30 cents on the Wii U when it was, uh, first came out. 
just bought it for the NES. Haven't played it yet on there, the actual NES. Uh, love the quirky space music. It actually re- reminds me of the Galactic Pinball from oh, the Virtual yeah. Boy. Uh, my high score is 291,200. Damn. I rec- if you don't have this game nice. anywhere, I recommend to pick it up. It's four ninety nine, four ninety nine on the eShop, and it's uh, it's an excellent blast from the past. <laughs> nice. Uh, one more game real quickly. I know I'm going kind of long here. Uh, Entwined. <coughs> I think it came out, Tyler said, uh, last E3. It was mm-hmm. announced. Uh, came out just recently for PS Plus. Uh, I'll quickly describe what that game's like. I actually really enjoyed it a lot. It's uh, basically you're fl- constantly on rails, flying down a tunnel. And I'm not the greatest with colors, but I le- believe the left side's orange and the blue side is... Or the right side's blue, and uh, you're a phoenix. Tin up real on quick. On both sides, yeah, go ahead. For people that should know this, uh, Justin is colorblind. Yeah, so partially colorblind. I'm not like, you know, see only grays and stuff, but I have trouble mm-hmm. distinguishing certain colors. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh. The uh, the only controls are the uh, left and right control stick and R1 and R2. And you only use that towards the end of each section when you've gathered enough points to... Your bars almost meet in the middle, kind of. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, like, a little electricity flow. Then then that's kind of the bridge to, the, like, the little... You can call it, like, a boss area, but it's not. You don't f- fight a boss. You just... You yeah. fly around this weird open area. It's, it's such a fun, relaxing game. You collect these little, like, uh, colorful spores. Then that's the end of the, the section. Mm-hmm. And the only controls... I said the control sticks. You're in a circle, and you go around the whole outside. You gotta fly through your color... Uh, through like these little like I call them windows, it's kind of hard to explain, I guess. But uh, you can actually meet too. Like when you combine orange and blue, to me in this game it kind of turns green, and you can fly through that. But uh, it's it takes about an hour to beat the whole game. Hmm. And it's it's a free PS Plus oh, wow. game, so I I wasn't actually gonna even play it, but I was like I want to try it out. So I had it sitting there, and I actually really enjoyed it. So I recommend that game. Would you say was it is it worth the ten dollars it's normally cool. cost? Yeah, for, for for an hour. I would, yeah, just okay. just because it's fun. Like, there's mm. nothing bad about it. Okay, but uh, that has to be if you don't have anything else to play. Gotcha. So it's not like <laughs> yeah, like don't bump this ahead of anything else. No, gotcha. But uh, definitely, if you got the PS Plus, pick it up. Check okay. it out. At least try the first first stage. Okay. All right. But, yeah, that's that's about it. All right. Very cool. Thank um, you. For me, uh, that's kind of the same thing. I actually went back and listened to my review of this. Um, I think it was episode 93. Uh-huh. Um, Never Alone uh, oh, came yes. out, I want to say, late last year or super early this year. Um, I, I remember I bought it towards the end of March. And literally the day after I bought it and beat it, I bought it the same day and I beat it. And once it in, it was announced as the PS Plus game of the month. I remember that. So... I remember I spent 15 bucks on it, and I wasn't. I remember at the time I wasn't upset about it, and I, I think my overall review was it's it's kind of like you said it's it's a fun relaxing game, but it's not a game you should, if you bought it like you won't regret the purchase, but it's nothing that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um. So they finally announced a couple weeks ago that there was actually and this surprised me because I didn't I figured this is a one and done game that you never see anything more for this, but they announced Never Alone Foxtails, which is a DLC. Cool. For the game, it came out this past Tuesday. Uh, it's on PS4, PC, huh. and I believe Xbox One. 
uh, it's four dollars, but if you have PlayStation Plus, it's three dollars and nineteen cents. So not bad. Ooh, Save not eighty one cents. No. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, I was gonna buy it regardless, so yeah. I'll take it. Um, but so I went ahead and I played through it. I finished it up, uh, mostly in one sitting, and it's it's probably about an hour, hour and a half long. Oh, perfect. Depending on how how good you are at puzzles. Yeah. Um, my big thing oh. with talking about Never Alone was the with with the, with the original game was that it was about four or five hours, and like I said, it wasn't the greatest game in the world. Uh-huh. But the, the puzzles were fairly simple. Like, you, you weren't going to be sitting there, like, scratching your head. Like, I don't remember having any issues where I was, like, I was frustrated enough that I even thought about going to YouTube or you know, doing a walkthrough or anything like that. I just I was able to figure them out fairly easily. And this one is kind of more the same where it's just, it's, but this one, it's super easy. Oh, really? Like, it's, it's, it's like, dumb easy. <laughs> like, I can give it to my dog and she'll sit there and probably play through in about two hours. <laughs> Um, and and I'm kind of bummed because I really liked Never Alone for what it was, but uh-huh. it it just Fox Tales is what it's called. I should probably mention that. Um, it's just not very good, and yeah. I was I was pretty upset. I was pretty upset about it. Is so with it. Um, and this one's kind. Of, I, I like it because they kind of change up the the kind of the gameplay of it. Where the for the original game was more of a platformer mm-hmm. uh, with puzzle elements. This one is just more puzzles. And this one, you're also you're paddling, so you're in a, mostly in a boat. Um, and like you know, when I say mostly in a boat, you're like ninety percent of the time <laughs> paddling a boat. Resident Evil Four. <laughs> so it, it's just kind of it sucks <laughs> paddling a boat because you have to hold circle down, and then you have to like rotate the game or the the left joystick uh, analog stick. Yeah. Um, and oh, and you gotta watch out for yeah. a big old land shark. Too. Um, no, this <laughs> case you gotta, you gotta watch out for a giant mouse. Um, <laughs> It'll just come out of nowhere and eat you. Uh, so this, so you have to hold down the O button, and then you have to like rotate the the left analog stick to which direction you want to go, which isn't bad. But when you when you've been doing it for thirty minutes, it gets extremely tedious. Uh-huh. And then, excuse me, the puzzles are very boring. They're one dimensional. Oh man, Whew. bless you, man. Excuse me, we're drinking beer for a while. Um, yes. <laughs> so the puzzles. And this is, it's all the same thing over again. So with it, with Never Alone, you are playing as a... I should probably mention kind of the premise of the game. Uh, you play as a native girl in Alaska. Cool. Um, so kind of like an Eskimo, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you have your friend with you who is an Arctic fox. And it's finally kind of like, I guess, springtime there where they're, they're not stuck inside. They can finally get out. So they start, they start to chase a mouse around. So they're so happy to be outside. They're just running around outside having fun. Yeah. And the mouse falls into the water, so they try to catch the mouse and save it. And that's how you end up in the boat and everything. And the fox um, can see, like, with the fox, it can kind of manipulate, manipulate kind of the, um, there's, like, these weird spirits in the world. And that's how you kind of solve the puzzles. And, like, he can he can move the, the spirits around. So, like, you could do a lot of underwater stuff. So, like, the swim underwater, and apparently the Eskimo girl can, like, spend hours on the water and not to breathe um donkey Kong. yeah so there's so you have to so basically the main premise of the game is that you have to get you have to catch up with the mouse you're constantly trying to catch up to the mouse but these ghosts are like they're blowing the water they're, they're basically creating the waves mm-hmm. and so they, they're constantly like pushing the waves back so you're fighting the current so you, you got to go down you got to like solve puzzles to get the current to either work against work with you or just to get to stop them from blowing you back 
Um, so you have to go down and Sounds underwater. Like the Great Bay Temple. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so you have to go underwater, <laughs> and like the the fox can like hold the square button down. He can move the um, spirits around. So like he'll uh, so he'll move it, and so that way they'll blow the wind like the wind underwater. They'll create pressure somewhere else that can like um, so that way you can move you can move on to the next part. But what with the girl, she does a lot of stuff above the water, so she'll have to like their spirit animals above on like these like platforms you have to jump onto and they'll drop like these weird like they look like giant crack rocks <laughs> like that's the best way to describe them and you like you, poop. yeah so you pick them up and you just drop them into the water and they'll break up the ice which oh. will kind of like let the let the like let the um the spirit animals under the water push the waves or whatever they have to do or like sometimes they have to like their wind will underwater will blow oh. the crack rocks over to break you know whatever so it's just a lot of that. It's just the same thing yeah. over and over again. Which the first couple times was kind of it was like okay, this is different because this wasn't the initial game. Yeah, you never had to deal with crack rocks in the initial Never Alone game. <laughs> um, and this one, but it's just it's just a one trick pony of doing that. And yeah. then like towards the like like the last ten minutes, it changes it up where you just you bump into this random giant mouse that will like eat you <laughs> if you if you swim past it or run by it. So you have to do, but it's basically more it's the, to solve the puzzles. It's more of the same thing. You just Interesting. take the crack rock, break the crack rocks under the water, so that way you can you can blow the wind where the crack rocks used to be. Interesting. I, was, I wonder how many mice actually live in that area. I mean, I'm talking like it's a, it's a it's a it's huge a giant mouse. It's like a giant forty foot mouse. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, like I wonder what mouse. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like an S. This sounds like yeah, an yeah. ecstasy dream. Well, so, what what it is and never alone never alone is kind of the same thing where um it's based off like a really popular like story mm-hmm. um uh, in in the you know in with the natives of Alaska yeah and they even like talk about you can like mm-hmm. um unlock these you find these owls throughout the game in never alone and foxtails and you'll you get like these little like five minute like almost like mini documentaries and they'll explain to you like how like right. what they like. It's really interesting when they'll just talk about, like, you know, kind of what they do, how they survive. They'll kind of explain the story of, like, like it's like, it's, oh. they're basically like children's oh, okay. stories that's and cool. for these, for the natives there. And that's what kind of the Foxtails is. It talks about, like, uh, basically, like, it, I guess to spoil it, it's not really much of a spoiler. It's okay. The, the mount, you ended up, like, escaping the giant mouse and he falls um, underwater. He falls down and he gets buried under the water. And it creates this giant, um, this, this big body of water, and it, basically that's the story of how the giant body of water was made, was by these, this like these two, like, it, I think it's a story about two brothers, but in the never, never alone uh, series, it's about a, you know, the girl and the fox. Um, and it's just an interesting world of telling the stories about how the world was like the, the area was created. Like this, they even show a picture of the body of water where allegedly the giant mouse fell, fell into the water. Hmm. And it's it's cool, cool. From, it's cool from that sense. I like that yeah. when they kind of they kind of include like these are real stories. Like, and I like the documentary stuff about it. And like, I, I actually went up, mm-hmm. went on my way to find these. Uh, normally, I don't find like a lot of the side stuff in games. I would go on my way to find all the owls, mm-hmm. so they would unlock these little documentaries for me. Oh, cool. And I like that part. Um, there's only five in the DLC part, um, mm-hmm. but I, I I just. I was, like I said, I just I didn't like it. It was just it, for for an hour, hour and a half. It was just boring and tedious. Yeah. It was. It sounds more like you really loved the uh, the story, every, everything. Yes. The story, uh, the 
cool things about that, but you didn't like the gameplay as much. Basically, yeah, it's just like I I, I enjoy it for what it was, mm-hmm. and like as far as like, I enjoy the world, I enjoy the environment, the environment, I enjoy the characters. Different world that you don't usually see. Yeah, and like it's kind of like it's kind of entwined with this with these real people, and the way they explain it. But I just I didn't like anything else about it. Yeah, I didn't like actually playing the game. Uh. It's kind of like Destiny. Yeah, but the opposite. It's like the opposite <laughs> of Destiny. It's like. I enjoy everything about. Oh God. I enjoy playing Destiny. I just don't like anything else about it. You know what? Hire these guys <laughs> from Never Alone to create the story in the world, and I will probably and just and and include like, yeah. Destiny gameplay. Yeah. I love the game because yeah, it was a really smooth game. <laughs> Problem solved, guys. Yeah, that's actually not a bad. I'm gonna idea. edit this part out, and I'm gonna call I'm gonna call Bungie, and we're gonna get this shit figured out. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I played. Game of Thrones, uh, Telltale Game of Thrones. I caught up to that. Um, I'm I actually just real quick. I'm sorry. How does it uh, does it differ? Is it does it follow the story or is it something else? For like for the actual show, the mo- uh, Game of Thrones series. Yeah, Telltale. Does it follow like you know what's happening every time, or is it like different kind of like a side thing or a mixture of both? Kind of use your comparison. It's like Lion King one and a half. Oh, so you're basically you play uh, in, in Telltale Game of Thrones. You play as the foresters, which are mentioned in the books. Uh-huh. I think they're vaguely mentioned once or twice in the in the TV show. It's mm. more based off the TV show because um, that's obviously the more popular of, yeah. the, of the both genres. More people know that than the books. Yeah, so it even has the characters of like their looks, and the, they actually have the, vo- the the voices of the people that do the characters. Oh, cool! In the show or in the game, um, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it, it's I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like. I think it helped the fact that I I didn't play three, four, or five when they first came out. Yeah. Well, five just came out two weeks ago, I guess. But um, I was three episodes behind, and I just I pl- I played through them all in over the course of the weekend, and I really enjoyed it from that sense. I, cool. I don't know if I enjoyed it more because the game's actually getting really good, because I didn't care for the first two episodes, or it's just that the fact that I played them all back to back to back. Yeah. I can actually remember everything that happened in the initial in the in the in the previous episodes. I have heard it's gotten better. From things I've seen. Oh, really? Okay. As it goes on. All right, because I've really read reviews on it. I just this, but uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I think if you are a Game of Thrones fan, um, this one is kind of weird for Telltale, where they usually do five episodes a season. This one's actually six, so we're gonna wait, wait <laughs> for one more. Wow. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think Heck if yeah. you if you're kind of waiting, I think the first episode is free on PS4 and Xbox I heard One. That, yeah. I would definitely. Uh, you might as well download it. It's free. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been playing. Uh, kind of moving on, because we got quite a bit of topics, actually, this week. Actually, you know what? Screw it. We've, uh, Jake, Jake, God, wow. Jake was there, though. But Jack and I, we went ahead and played, uh, after we recorded that little mini thing with uh, Jake last week, we, we was like, hey, yep. like, I was just playing Rocket League after, and we just kind of chit-chatting on Skype. He's like, oh, I'm going to hop on Rocket League 2. He never played it before, and then. Uh, we had to wait for uh, Jack's freaking PS4 update, and we, and we, yeah, not only just the update for the freaking thing, mm-hmm. but also the download of the game plus the update. Plus so the we went ahead Friday night and uh, had ourselves quite a bit of a time. We, um, we finally all got on playing, and Jake's like, "You know what? We should invite." There's some talking ship guys on here. We had like, uh, we had Cam, we had Justin, we had uh, not this Justin, there Justin. Um, Jitterbug from Talk Ship was online, um, and, a, and at yep. first, Mike joined in yeah, later, Mike. and then Cam Dog joined in later as well. 
But we went. We went ahead. Had a. We had a full. There's like a good saw like eight of us. Full party going on. We had a. So we ended up playing Rocket League for like I don't know how long. Six straight hours. Um, I, that was when I cut off. There was. Like, it was really there, long. I, I was probably the third person to back out. Um, but we had, we had a full eight people in a party chat doing four v four private matches. At least till two thirty my time Friday night. Um. And it was a oh my hell God. of a time. This game is fantastic with friends. I, 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 I kind of oh, yeah. like, I'll play this game by myself. I was having fun, but eight people in a party. That game is oh, awesome. It's, it's got to be great. Yes, agree. Uh, no, I, I man, it just passed five million downloads um, today. Awesome. Uh, as a recording, which is um, that's just on PS4 since it came out. Uh, I think July like second or something. So it's been out for you know about a, a little under a month, and to get five million downloads, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like I said, like I said, this mm-hmm. we have um, about one fourth. Yeah. Um, uh, we are, and like I said, uh, I having a lot of fun with it. What about what about you, Jack? Did you have any? Did you have anything you want to talk about during that game of night? Oh my god. Well, unlike uh, unlike Tyler here, I didn't just do one gamer night with uh, the guys talking shit. I did like about three <laughs> with uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But uh, man, the Friday one was really hilarious though because we, we were just taking turns back and forth, just like just playing little like pick me up games and stuff. We would uh, if ever somebody would drop out or something like that, one of the bots or something like that is like, yeah. oh hey, there's Poncho. <laughs> oh, that oh was hey, the there's worst the dude. Show. I made a I'm. Dude, it was so fucking hilarious though because uh, I had made a reference like, uh, "Oh man, I'm gonna piss on the dude's carpet," and all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden the dude, the the AI bot or something like that, just not only just takes the ball from his scores on my own fucking goal, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, "The dude abides." See, that, was, that was like the one. There's two complaints I really have about that night was the fact that it, for a short amount of time we didn't have when we didn't have all like eight eight actual people playing. The, the AI people were right. just insanely good at this game. Like, it, it's unfair oh, how no good shit. they are. Even just, like, regular online games. Like, if you're playing, like, people drop out, they don't replace them. They just put AI people in there. Or AI, oh, AI yeah. bots. And they're Go just... Well, the most... They're just impossible. Yeah. Well, with the most recent patch is going to be coming up, they're going to issue... Some things making it like adjusted so that uh, the yep. bots are going to be adjusted to your uh, yep. guys' play levels. Be good. Um, and the other thing is the lag. There is, and I thought it was just me, maybe like because I don't have the best internet, but I thought it was just my oh, internet no. that wasn't that was kind of causing like that was like just lagging. But it, it was it wasn't just you. I mean, sometimes you my had, game would just cut, people you know, like into like an yeah, segment. Okay. But I mean, we have. I haven't had problem with lag yet, but I've only had one versus like one other. Well, we've had like. I've dealt. We've all mm. dealt with lag, and I've heard people talk about like I, I online games that just have like random lag. Um, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. See, oh, Smash Brothers was the worst. <laughs> oh god, yeah. for brawl. Um, <laughs> even the Wii U one sometimes is really bad. I remember we, you and me tried playing it. It was that's pretty true. horrible. Yeah, and it, but sometimes it, sometimes it's, it's the really same good. Fucking but sometimes city. it's like oh my god, <laughs> it's like random. Yeah, it just depends. It really depends on who you're playing with and like what, what's going on that day. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, oh, that, that's the two big points. Uh, uh, to kind of jump into that, I guess, or kind of our first topic of the show is uh, yeah, that we have a big patch coming out soon for Rocket League, also with some DLC coming. Yep. Um, but the, the patch will will help with the with the AI, which is the biggest thing because, like I said, like once if, if someone drops out of your of the game, whoever's the AI guy wins ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time. Like it's not even fair. Like there's yep. they don't have they don't have any ping, 
and they just kind of like we were watching replays like because every time there's a goal there's a replay and it was just like the, the AI yep. guy like would know the ball's bouncing he'd be driving the opposite way and he'd just like turn around quickly yep. and just knock the ball in like if, yeah. we, if, if it was a human we oh would know God, the ball yeah. bouncing our way we'd drive in the, we're, we're not even looking towards that way so it just made it it makes it very much unfair so the, the fact that our skill level will help um, which I don't know how good that will be because I'm a little 14 and I'm not that good at the I game. don't know where I am actually <laughs> really I'm like semi-pro or something I'm semi-pro I don't you know where semi- I am in there I think I'm semi-pro. Semi-pro, you hit the but, like, level uh, five. Oh, okay. it, I tell you what, man. The AI thing got really bad on Saturday night and stuff like that. It's like Jitterbug and I were just <laughs> playing little pick-me-up like games, like right. with. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Just uh, <laughs> the old Jitterbug <laughs> and I. Anyway, <laughs> we're just playing a little bits of stuff. We were playing against this AI team. And it's like, oh my god, we were just getting beat so badly. Like about it was like about seven to two. Yeah. I think it was because of. Uh, not only were they able to just well coordinate themselves, though, it just felt like we were just playing at a fucking harder difficulty than all the other, like, uh, matches we had yeah. played <laughs> up until that point. Yeah. It was kind of hilarious, though. There was, like, one... During our one three on 3v3 match and stuff like that, we had... Uh, there was, like, two AI guys on the opposite team, plus, like, one actual, like, player... And uh, the ones with the computer and stuff just kept on scoring the fucking goals of the guy with the uh, actual uh, playing there. I actually like, had, like, what, <laughs> one? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, boy. But uh, no, what was also funny about the Friday night and stuff like that was uh, the whole thing with Mike and stuff. He's just like, he's, like, playing with the fucking van. And uh, subconsciously and stuff, he would just be making, like, random, like, uh, like random comments and stuff like that. Well... <laughs> Later come to find out he was actually pretty much pissed drunk that yeah. entire time that he was playing it. So he'd be knocking the ball yeah, door open. He was oh, horrible. Like, he was like, I've done that a couple times. I, I don't know. Like, Not on I, purpose. I mean, like, literally every goal he scored was an own goal. Like, <laughs> every single I told him, I told him, eventually, I told him. a great game, but not for the right team. I yeah. Think. I told him eventually, stop standing by the, <laughs> our goal. Just stand by the opposite team, or by the other goal, and just stand there. Eventually, he'll just not, you'll make a you'll score. That is awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. He was. He was hideous. Like he was constantly scoring at like zero points. <laughs> he was a lot better than on the uh, freaking Sunday, though. It was. It was just kind of funny and stuff. He's like twenty three skadoosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he goes by. Like sometimes, like all yeah, that douche. douche. Yes, he, he, he's a douche though. He's a douche. Love the guy. But he's I a don't douche. know him. He's a good guy. But um, <laughs> no. Also, with um, coming soon. Hopefully, in the next couple weeks. We are getting uh, some DLC. Yeah, uh, they're gonna they're gonna give us paid deals. There's free and paid. There's gonna be free and paid. Yep, uh, the free one we're getting a free map, and I like it because it looks different than it's kind called of U- Utopia Coliseum. Yep, thank you. Uh, it's actually gonna look a little different than what we're used to. Like you think about like all the maps we have, the four we have right now look pretty much the same. Yeah, so for, like a couple are at night, a couple are during the I day. Lo- I love the one with the, the grass. It's like blue. It looks like astroturf. I love. That oh, one. yep, that's kind of like, that's just the basic one. Um, but also we are getting uh, a paid DLC, which will come with uh, two cars. Yep. Um, and what else does it come Eventually, with? Eventually, uh, pearlescent paint, which is like a, a minor thing. This song. And they didn't really say. I don't. I couldn't find uh, if they had any more levels coming, but I'm, I think there might be. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, one thing: the 1.03 uh, patch fixes uh, PC crashes if you have it on PC mm-hmm. and PS4 fan issues. Just to throw that out there. Oh, okay. So that will help you. That will definitely help. And uh, penalties could be intro- introduced oh, to people. Oh, oh, oh. You know, speaking of fan issues and stuff like that, it was oh, that was one of the things that uh, was kind of funny on uh, Friday night too. Was uh, I think it was like Cameron 
or something like kept hearing like one of the our PS3s going off, like PS4s going off, and stuff like that. Who the fuck is vacuuming? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Jake's Jake, from the PS4 actually. that's like having issues. He, actually, he got so mad he muted his mic because everybody got mad at him about it. Shut the it, f- it, it, it literally sounded like somebody. Right now. It seriously sounded like somebody was muting, like are not muting. Somebody was seriously like vacuuming, vacuuming the outside. Fucking microphone. Yeah. It, like, it literally Can like, I clean that for you? I can't hear you too good. <laughs> yeah, so that's so bad he got he had a mute he had to mute us, so our mute he had to mute his mic. That is funny. Um no, that's good because it's like, like Tim's heavy breathing inside jokes are <laughs> But no, like the PS4 fan, like mine gets loud enough as it is. I don't yeah. need any more issues with it. It scares me. It sounds like a jet engine going on sometimes. It's got a mighty fan. Oh my god, yeah. You yes. S- uh, yeah, you want to hear a fan or something like that, you know? I just, I have a fan on my PS4 and stuff. Every time I turn it on, like, say, this, it just makes this big old, like, uh, yeah, this sound. Oh, I heard that. Dude, you should probably get that looked at. Dude, mine does not sound like that. <laughs> no, mine doesn't sound like that either. <laughs> you, yeah. That's because of my fan going off for uh, the intercooler that I oh, got oh. for it. It's not the PS4 itself, what? but it's the stuff I have what plugged into is it. Is, it. is it Nico? <laughs> Yeah, it's an eco in the cooler. Uh, yeah, I saw a guy's review and they said one too bad actually. Nico, Nico. Just, yeah. It's just funny though. No, I, like like I said last week um, with Rocket League, um, with the paid DLC. I mean, as long as it's priced reasonably, I don't care really yeah. what it is. Yeah. I'm like I owe these guys money. Yeah. I, I'll buy it. If it. Like if it's like five bucks, I'm in. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, exactly. I'm that way with any game that I love. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't care. Like. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy like. The pearlescent paint, if that was all it was, but yeah, but the other stuff, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and I, we we got for free, kind of, you know, and uh, yeah, like you were saying, you gave him some money because that's a cool ass game. Yeah, support him. It yeah. is. It's really okay. good. I, I hope it's simple and cool. They kind of went out of the box. Yeah, they, they they talked about it. like they said as long as this keeps going, they'll support this game for years. Um, and like, I hope yeah. they do so with more maps, more cars, because. I pretty much locked all the car, unlocked all the cars, but freaking sweet tooth. I don't know what to do to get sweet tooth, but I want freaking sweet tooth. It's like all I want anymore in this game. Um, no, but that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I hope we'll probably be continuing to play it soon. Uh, we kind of talked about it off the air, but uh, we do have extra life coming up, so I yes. feel like that will be a big extra life game for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No shit. That possibly some garden warfare if we can get some people along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Definitely not Destiny. No, don't no. Destiny. No. Like, this because... Uh, this just bores me. It's a boring game. Maybe some Borderlands. Possibly Borderlands, <laughs> if somebody can get that for the PS4. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving, moving on. Sorry, you said boring, and then you said, then you said Borderlands. It just was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that was not my head it, it, so I makes, liked it. It, it's, it works. Uh, but moving on to another topic. Um, again, this we've talked about quite a bit over the last month or so on the podcast. Uh, there is a big Splatoon update yes. coming out I'm excited. on August 5th. Oh, fuck yeah. I believe that's next Friday uh, for those of you listening um, this week. Uh, I got a little rundown if you want to hear it. Okay, go ahead and uh, run them off. There's going to be some new music. Uh, it's going to fix some uh, matchmaking issues. It's one of my favorite things. It's going to increase the level cap from twenty to fifty. That's big. Uh, that actually ah. kept me playing when I was kept leveling up. Uh, there's going to be two new matchmaking modes: uh, squad battles, which will be with uh, groups of friends against other teams, and rank and ranked mode. 
and uh, then it'll be private matches. It could be one versus one, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Like I actually never even thought about that. Actually, play one versus one. Well, they have that as a basic uh, co-op thing you can do. Oh, in the. The and, dojo? Yeah, the dojo. I never use that. That's probably why I never thought about that. I don't think anybody uses it, so... That'd be cool. Yeah, you gotta have a special friend to play that with. <laughs> uh, uh, there'd be 40 new somebody. gear items. Well, yeah, clothes, shoes, guns, etc. More like probably shoes and stuff than clothes. Yeah. Uh, and I, one of my favorite things, actually, is like... They said they're gonna support it uh, with free updates through uh, summer. Yep. Now it's fall, which is kind of cool. Right. Uh Fall. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be uh, Holy more shit. planned, uh, let's see here, weapons, modes, and maps hmm. through the fall. And uh, part of the free update coming August 5th is new weapons. It's a bucket, uh, one of them is a bucket-like uh, thing called a slosher. Mm-hmm. Kind of, It's like kind of like a shotgun <laughs> in a way. Oh, okay. And uh, then there's a, a Gatling gun, it's called a spatling gun. <laughs> kind of funny. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this because I really love this game. And it's a good excuse to go back and... I played it actually last week and I had a great time, but I'm ready to go back into it. So, okay. Yeah. What about what about you, Jack? Are you excited about this? Oh yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's something that uh, <laughs> we rarely see from a lot of Nintendo's like uh, games itself. You know, some actual more legitimate like DLC content. I mean, they got their Mario Kart 8, their Smash Brothers, but Splatoon, new IP, actually being supported and stuff like that, and marketed heavily. Yes. Man, yeah, I'm and ready to get inside cool. that. And it's free. That's yeah. something we don't see from really. I mean, Witcher Three has been doing a great job yes, with giving they, us free content. They've been content. great too, and I, I actually I, someday I'll probably buy that game because I heard it's great things. Yeah, um, and well, it's very good. Got, yeah. It sounds like they finally got all patched up. So <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's like it runs smoother now. Now, now might be a good time to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, one more quick little thing with the Splatoon update I forgot about is uh, uh, August second through the fifth. There's not going to be a level available because they're actually changing it. Huh. I heard about yeah, the changing the level. Our skate, what is that? Blackbelly skate? No, we're not skate park. The underpass. Okay. They're like changing parts of the level. I don't know if this is something that's never happened before with like an online game. Huh. It, it might have happened. I don't know. But it's kind of interesting. They're actually they have like blueprints too, and they kind of show you uh, they're changing things to make it more smooth or fun. That's yeah. Kind of cool. So I don't know. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'd add that real quick. Yeah. No, I forgot about that they are. Yeah, they're taking down one of the maps to. Update it. I'm curious what's going to be like when they change it. Yeah. Um, but no, like, like like I was saying though, like it's it's pretty great to see not only a game is being uh, you know we're constantly getting updates for the recent updates. Like they're not yeah. adding. It's not six months from now. Yeah. It's not three months from now. They're constantly every week. It seems like we're getting something. Yeah. Not sometimes it's a gun. Yeah. Sometimes it's a new map. Sometimes yeah, it's, it's, it's new... something. Yeah, it's always constantly going. Getting you to come it's back. Been to ever game. ever green. <laughs> yeah, and it's like we're having like the Splat Fest going on. We've had two of those so far. It sounds like we're gonna keep doing those, and the fact that they're gonna they're gonna keep supporting us through fall. I imagine eventually, probably sometime next year, um, kind of like spring of next year, we're gonna see some paid DLC. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But it would probably we're all, oh my gosh, probably get some like, uh, like imagine some story. Uh, I like more. I, uh, I, I love just, it. I'd like to see some more of the story, like it's more of the story stuff, or you know, more, supply more maps. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm. Oh my gosh! All... Could you just imagine them doing that throughout the whole next, oh. the whole like next uh, year like and stuff Mario like that? Eight, more stuff with Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I really think that I think wow. they're going to do what they did with Mario Kart Eight. Was they supported the game for a whole year? Yes. I see them do the same. I wish yep. they would continue to support Mario Kart Eight. Battle I... mode, like a, a actual. I, I love. I actually do like the new battle. I know people talk crap about it, but I actually like it. 
But I, I, you need the other battle mode too. Yeah, Mario Kart. Both yeah. of them. Yeah, have both of them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah they're, they're both interesting ideas, and everyone likes the original too. I like. Yeah, I definitely like see some see some more for Mario Kart. I need I need another excuse to go back to it. Yeah, um, I, that's a. It's my favorite Mario Kart game. Yeah, definitely. It's one of my favorite Wii U games. Yep. It really is. Um, but no, that's excellent. Uh, it, it constantly gives us a reason to go back to Splatoon. It doesn't feel like a game that... I feel like if this game just came out and they didn't do anything with it, we would have stopped playing it by yeah. 4th of July. That would have been it. Nobody would have been playing it anymore. On the fact... We probably would be just playing it for like the first two weeks and not even give a yeah. shit about it, you know? But yeah. this is not the case for Splatoon. They, they had a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And, some, and other companies do this too. It's just cool to see it, though. Yeah, I mean, with the level cap going from twenty to fifty, that's a huge jump. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So that's I, I thought it was cool. I was surprised they were how fast people got to twenty. Yeah, it does. Like it, holy shnikes! I, I I can I figured they'd go to level thirty, and then they eventually kind of keep growing it, kind of a little bit at a time. Yeah, which I, I think maybe might be the better way to go, as far as because in, yeah. in, in a year from you know six months from now they can say in like January or February or whatever. Okay, we're bumping up their ten levels to fifty. Forty, fifty. Yeah, 60, like, yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a small increment you could have made, but that's probably my biggest complaint, and it's kind of a silly complaint to, ma- to make eh. because it's you know they're giving us more of it front than they to, are. Like oh, real quickly, yeah. Make, it makes you wonder how uh, long it takes you to actually earn that whole level fifty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. People <laughs> are probably gonna have it. When's this coming? August fifth, August sixth. Someone's gonna have it. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Someone's gonna that's have insane. it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm, like I'm I said, excited for that. I I am excited. I'm I'm ready to go back to the game. I'm only at level like level ten or eleven though, so it's yeah. not like I'm that you know that crazy ahead. That's um, fine. Yeah, but um. Hopefully you'll uh, play it again. No, I'm gonna be able to do matchmaking and stuff or uh, private matches. I'm, yeah, the private match thing will be cool. Be I, I'm I'm definitely probably gonna jump back into it next weekend. Uh, but moving on, uh, we have uh. It sounds like potentially uh, two NX games have been somewhat possibly made. Yeah. <laughs> announced. The, the reason I put it up there is just because it, it kind of even, I mean, it's most people think it's coming out next year anyways, but it kind of cements that for me. That whatever NX is, it's probably coming out in 2016. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's a chance that it might not be, but it probably is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know a whole lot about Dragon Quest, but it, actually people talk good things about it so yeah it's it's got a pretty big following um as a jrpg goes it's 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 mostly really popular on like the ds and 3ds it's got a huge following on there okay so this is kind of like they're one of their big forays back into um the home consoles since probably what dragon quest 7 on ps2 oh wow mm, that's joined dragon quest 8 actually on ps2 okay oh but, wow uh, so that's been they probably made two in between there, or three. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's possibly like over the past ten years, possibly. Yeah, it's, it been, a, it's been a long time. Needed uh, break or something. Yeah, um, well, because I think Dragon Quest Ten was an MMO or something like that. Because oh. they, they didn't even have a mainline Dragon Quest game anywhere on last generation's mm-hmm. platforms. You know, just like the only one that had like somewhat like for Dragon Quest related stuff was the DS, and that was for no, nine. Really? You know? I didn't, I believe, I didn't even know that. I think ten was a PC only or something like that. Nine was like, I mean, ten was like uh, supposed to be like a MMO style game for cross for the Wii and then like Wii U or Definitely. something, but it only was in Japan. Uh, oh, okay. really? That could be the same thing with this. You never know. That's very true. So it sounds like uh, Dragon Quest Eleven uh, will 
they're in talks of potentially squaring it with bringing it to the NX. This this, this is interesting because it's the first actual company outside of Nintendo that's actually talked about that openly. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. At least I know of. Yeah, I mean it, it's kind of it is weird because it's like. We don't know what the NX is. We really don't even know if it's going to be an actual console. Yeah, we, we don't know. It could be, a, like they keep saying, it's like a, something that's going to connect everything. It's just kind of interesting. Like, Oh my god, they <laughs> buy the... Interesting. Well, they're considering they the right this time. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> connect, connectables 2. Connect 4. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. <Yeah. laughs> what say you, Jack? Well, you know what? It could possibly be it. I mean, they didn't really confirm like whether or not this is potentially like a real thing that will occur on an NX, though. But yeah. uh, they said later on it was like possibly being like considered because, you know what? At this time, it's like there hasn't really been like a main type of uh, RPG on and you know from Square Enix on actual Nintendo like. Uh, you know, consoles in general. I'm not talking about the handhelds, yeah. but the actual console versions. I mean, yeah, we've they've gotten like spin-off things from Square Enix before, Crystal Chronicles, uh, like Crystal Bearers, uh, all these other not stuff. Just the Super Nintendo. But yeah, right? the Super yeah. Nintendo was the last one to have a mainline type of uh, mainline type of say like uh, Square Enix type of game, say like a Final Fantasy or a Dragon Quest or whatever the hell it was. But uh, you know, it's it's entirely possible. Yeah. I mean. The Nintendo would have had to have like let Square Enix know or even give them some remote info about the console itself before they even said they would probably consider going into that uh, thing. So, huh? yeah, yeah, I'm not declining anything. Yeah. Sounds plausible. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of give us insight to potentially what that you know that NX might be an actual console instead of it, it, something else. Yeah, it's coming for 3DS and PS4. So, like, and at the same time, it makes it feel like you know. You don't know even even more. It could be a handheld. Yeah. You don't How know crazy what it is, is that so, though? Yeah, might not be either. Because <laughs> it's like two different versions of the same yeah, game that's what right I was here. About like too. on the How PS4, could, like, a 2D thing for the 3DS, a 3D things, thing, like, completely opposite. 3DS and PS4. I found that kind of strange. Well, we see crap like that all the time, though, with like really shitty ports on the handhelds. Yeah, that's been going on for decades. Yeah. So it could be. We're, that's we're very true, though. Game? Yeah, like yeah. we see all the time. Usually, it's a movie tie-ins, oh, but I mean, it's yeah. still a thing. I, it's and it's not the same team that's making the one for the PS4. That could be. Yeah. It's a different team making it for P, uh, for the D, 3DS. Yes, yeah, true. So I mean, it could they basically might end up being two different games. Yeah. Uh, when they do come out, mm. but it's doubling... like kind of like a Sonic Boom and the new Sonic. Which I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> interested in the new Sonic game for the 3DS. Fire and Ice. Yeah, it actually looks like a, a, a normal Sonic game. I know. Really. <laughs> I'm giving Justin oh, a dirty look right now, people. Um, I know. <laughs> let's go ahead and... I like Sonic Lost World, sir. I thought you were saying I like Sonic Lost uh, Boom. Oh, God. I bought it. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I bought it, too. I understand. It's horrible. Just because I heard it so bad. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on some, from some non-Nintendo yeah. topics, yeah. though. Uh, so, pretty decent month coming up for Xbox um, Live for Gold people. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the month of August, they are getting... Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Must play that game. Mm. That's a great game, and it also is. How to Survive Storm Warning Edition. I don't know what that sounds is. sounds interesting. I don't know what it is. Floods or uh, hurricanes coming? I don't know. Sounds cool. Okay, um, but for 360, people are getting Metro tw- uh, 2033 and Metro Last Light. This is the most exciting for me. 
That's pretty if cool. I, I saw my 360, and I didn't already buy on those games. Oh, that's 360, then. That's 360. Okay. Xbox One's game, yeah, the Metal Gear okay. Solid 5 and the, the How Survivor Storm Well, 360 thing. guys out there, you got a good deal. Yes, because... I've Metro, heard good things about these games. The Metro games are fantastic. Um, yeah. That's pretty solid. I think we got, um, on PS4, we got MGS5 Ground Zeroes um, in June. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not bad, though. I mean, it's smart on uh, Konami's end. It's probably the smartest thing Konami's done this whole year. Um, <laughs> probably. I'm still upset about Kojima. I can't, yeah, I can't believe that, man. Uh, but no, that's that's a solid, solid lineup for the month of August, especially because yeah. on September 1st, we're obviously getting uh, Phantom Pain. And that's, uh, is it 60 bucks a year? Uh, yeah, sixty bucks a year for still um, the same game for gold. You can usually get it for like forty five, fifty. Though. Yeah, if you get a nice deal somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually got a good deal though for like uh, uh, a full year of Xbox Live for about forty three or oh, so nice. on Amazon not too Very long good. ago. So heck yeah, yeah. You can definitely get it for under the sixty dollars price yeah. if you can. Look. I mean, it's not deal. too hard to usually find. As long as you don't buy it on the Xbox on Microsoft's website or on yes. your Xbox One, yes. you can usually find it for 50 it's bucks. the last place you're going to want to look. Yeah, it's the last place. <laughs> Buying it straight, straight from the, the, from the person the is the worst place to do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, for going with that, PlayStation Plus free games uh, coming up for August. Yes, and it's all new um, for me, so I'm excited. Okay, so PS4 is getting Laura Croft in the Temple of Orius, oh, yeah. which is the top-down twin-stick shooter game yep. that is the sequel um, to the one that came out for 360 and PS3 a few years ago. Got solid reviews. Mm. It seems like a fun game. I believe it's four-player co-op. Um, we're also getting Limbo, which uh, yes. is fantastic one of my... game. If you never play this game, grab it. Limbo on the PS4. Yeah. Oh crap! Yep. You haven't played this? Played? I played through it on the Vita. It's pretty yeah. good. I played through it on. That's where I played it. Vita. A Vita again. Yeah. Okay. When I owned a Vita. All right. Um, Sound shapes and self stealth self stealth ink two a game of clones. The first one was fantastic. Okay. And I've heard great things about the second one. I've heard it's even better. Oh, so. wow. Okay. I think I have it... I it was got originally it. a Wii U game, only. Yeah, because I have it, I, I, yeah, I have it, was. it for the, the humble Nimby bundle thing. Okay. I get to play it, though. Yeah. Um, I've heard uh, excellent things about it. Okay. I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, PS3, though, we were getting Castle Storm, uh, God of War Ascension, Ooh. Sound Shape, and Cell Think 2 as well. Um, and cool. PlayStation Vita, we're getting Castle Storm, Sound Shape, and Cell Think 2 on there. So a lot of cross buys, yeah. Um, a lot of really good games. Yeah. Limbo is probably one of the best. Um, it's it's like uh, up there with Braid for me. Yeah. It's like the ones you introduced to me, and I love them. Yeah. It's like I, I, it was kind of something funny. I was talking about um, Never Alone. I went back and kind of listened to what I said about mm-hmm. it. Um, was that I put like Limbo and Braid and like this this like kind of this pedestal. Yeah. Of like some of the best. Yeah. I do too. Indie games slash like download only games. I've ever played, yeah. and I put Never Alone maybe one step below it, maybe two, and it's just kind of funny now we're getting Limbo, which is I, I've I've I will play it again. Yes, that's kind of where I, I like, really will. I'll play it for a third time. I I am more than okay like with playing game this game again. Uh, I haven't played it since it came out I think two thousand nine. <laughs> so to, to be able to finally play it on it's, PS4, it's an atmospheric masterpiece. Yes, it's gonna look even it definitely it's gonna is look even prettier. Hell of a game. Uh, no, I mean it's a solid month. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, especially if you're a PS3 owner with God of War Ascension, uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. I think Xbox uh, or Microsoft game for gold stuff has really stepped up lately. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, I don't even have uh, uh, Xbox One, mm-hmm. but I had to agree. Yeah, with with last month they got um, Black Flag, 
I mean, to be fair, I guess I think pretty much anybody that owns Xbox One has Black Flag. Yeah. Giving that away for free forever. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but that's true. That, still, but still, it's like. They're giving out a full $60 title. Uh, you or, could say thing, same thing about lots of games that come out on PS Plus, too. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, watch. Just watch, like, in the next summer months. They'll probably do Titanfall or whatever the title show. Well, I mean, you can, get, you can play <laughs> Titanfall on EA Access, so. I mean, well, it's you pretty can, much yeah. almost free at that point. But it's funny, the only reason I haven't bought uh, Metro Last Light and stuff yet those, is because I'm waiting for PS Plus. Which yeah. maybe will happen. It could happen. It, more than I likely. now, but it no. came on Xbox One. I wish we'd see more of that because I think, like I said, Microsoft is stepping it up yeah. with giving us more of the AAA titles, the full in-store games. And really, PlayStation hasn't given us that yet. They gave us Injustice. Some good deals. Awesome deals. They gave us, Injustice, they've done yeah. They've some good jobs with, with the deals. Like We get some pretty good sales. Not the straight up. We get uh, some good downloadable games, but we're not like getting like those full like in-store games. Like, yeah. Injustice is the only one we've gotten so far. And if you want, I guess Drive Club, we got a demo. Yeah, essentially. Honestly, if I pick my favorite one out of uh, since the PS4 began, I would say Outlast. Yes, was the best PS Plus game for me. Mm. Outlast is definitely a great game. Rocket League <laughs> climbing that. Ladder. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And Rocket, <laughs> Rocket League. Besides Rocket League, Rocket League might be the best game <laughs> yeah. to come from any. Of the, like, it's the definitely best funner. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a more fun game. Rocket League may just be my outlast for this yeah. year. That's kind of what I said last week too. Is like, <laughs> like I th- honestly think that for the ba- two years in a row, I'm gonna have a a free game we got from PlayStation Plus on my uh, games of the year list. That just that just speaks to the type of quality, man. They're just releasing some of these things in their service. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I think we have time for one more topic. Which one should we talk about? Yeah, Justin, let's do Fallout Four. All right, let's, let's just do, do that one because uh, okay. we don't sure about Super Smash Bros. yet. So okay. Um, so Fallout 4, when it was obviously announced right before E3, and we got a full uh, gameplay play, uh, playthrough playthrough um, during E3. Yep. Um, they Bethesda pretty much came out and said that uh, it was it's basically done when they announced it. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, well, it doesn't happen. No, <laughs> that uh, never happens. That never happens. <laughs> never. <laughs> I mean, we had a few leaked screenshots, and we we kind of knew it was in Boston. Mm-hmm. Already, but that was all we knew about the game before. They're pretty damn secretive. Yeah, really good for a game they've been working on since 2009. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. That's uh, very excellent for a, since New Vegas. Yeah. that's fucking crazy. And Skyrim. Yeah, they they, they made Skyrim while making this game, or like oh, kind of, wow. Well, they made Skyrim, but there's like another team working game. on Fallout 4. It sounds like while making, uh, like they're kind of bounce back and forth. It sounds like. Um, but no, that's that's incredible. I mean, that also kind of gives me hope that um, this game isn't being forced out for the holiday season. So it's not going to be broken like most Bethesda games are at launch. I don't think it will be broken. It might be slightly broken. But it won't be forced out for the holidays. Yeah. I think they really, truly waited. Yeah. No, I, I think so. I mean, Bethesda isn't uh, one to... Uh, they're kind of like um, a Nintendo. Yeah. They don't announce games like three years in advance. Like if they most do, of, most not of the time. really. Well, like Nintendo will announce games three years in advance, but that's because the game got delayed five times. Yes. So it was supposed to come they out. Really six months later. I really didn't think it was going to come out, but they came <laughs> it, with some crazy other idea. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I feel like that yeah, this game, it, like when they finally said, like, okay, this game is pretty much done. Like it, this game might be like done like in a month or two, and they're just like, we're going to sit back and relax now. Like we're yeah. not going to be like crunching numbers. We're just going to have fixing a, a bugs. Good time watching it. Yeah, like November 9th at 11.50 p.m. We're not freaking <laughs> putting patches in. Yeah. I think that's kind of what we're hoping for. Almost every game has come out since... Uh, since, like, the last generation. <laughs> A couple of years. <laughs> last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
No, but that's that's awesome. And I mean, I, I'm more surprised. Um, not so much that the game was basically done with the fact that it wasn't like we said. It wasn't. We didn't know anything about it. Really. We knew it was happening, kind of, sort of. Yeah. We knew it was in Boston, but we didn't know anything else about it. There was nobody and, and coming it up. Showed about up, it. and everyone was happy. That's yeah. one thing I noticed. Everybody was happy about this game. Yeah. What about you, Jack? Oh my gosh. I'm not really. I'm not too surprised about it because Bethesda, you know, they've always been that type of game company and stuff. They've always have a couple of projects working on, like at one time. It really kind of surprised me to hear that, like uh, one of their marketing guys just say, just quintessentially, the game is just actually done. But it also kind of like uh, suggests inside of uh, the way he was talking about it that uh, they really are trying to do a lot of the fan service type of stuff by having the game as good as possible day one in contrast to say like a lot of gaming companies just want to release it before the holiday mm-hmm. season then they yep. just basically release a broken day, like game day one and then just try to patch it like all sorts of various crap yeah. like the latest you know like say with uh with the back in batman yep. arkham knight for like steam Ugh. oh fuck <laughs> that game's still not they said the game probably won't be fixed until uh november yeah they won't release it again that is terrible too. yeah they I said think. they're not gonna release it until it's fixed yeah, which is a, a good thing. To, but it's, just, mm. it's it's bad that it should never came out. It should never came out. They yeah. knew about it. It's better. Yeah, it's better to be three months. You cannot late know than, about that. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's awesome. I can't wait. Like we talked about at the beginning of the show, I have the three days after the game comes out off. So. I gotta play that game Fa- when it comes Fallout out. Four? Yeah, Fallout Four. I yeah. think I'm gonna have to go pre-order this game. Yeah, along with the other fifteen. I never games played pre-order. one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I there are already eight games coming the out. First. <laughs> Dude, the first Fallout game I ever played was Fallout 3. Got the Game of the Year edition for the PS3. Played through the main storyline. I really loved like playing that game itself. I have it on Steam now, though, but I haven't really got a chance to just go through and play it. But uh, Skyrim was another one of those great games from Bethesda, uh-huh. which I still have. Yeah, I have on Steam still because of uh, Tyler. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I still go back and play that, and it's still fucking addicting. So if this game is going to be remotely like as uh, good as the other games that they've released, then I'm going to be entertained you're, for quite a long time. <laughs> yes. Heck yeah. Now, hope, hopefully we get some DLC from them too. I, I imagine they will, but that's just really good oh, about DLC. Oh, they will. Now. Yeah. I mean, they've always been really good about supporting, like we've gotten three, two, three, four DLC packs from pretty much every game they've released. Oh yeah. Last generation. I'm just, I'm just hoping though there's no type of issues, say like on the PS4, the Xbox One, in terms of say like uh, memory yeah. issues, say like what Skyrim type of had, where if you had so much time on your file, on your same game file, that uh, the game would actually slow down. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was yeah. It, oh wow! Just one little thing. Kept it, it, because it so much up. data, there was so much data that had to be like uh, processed and stuff, and, and when every time you're, uh, you would save the game, the, the little. Like memory stuff would keep on racking up and racking up for as long as how long you played, and uh, that ended up becoming a problem since uh, people would be playing, chalking up hours, but uh, the game itself would be getting slower and slower. <laughs> yeah, but as good as Bethesda is at making good mm. games, they couldn't figure out how to develop on a PS3. Yeah, not mm-hmm. a lot of people couldn't. Actually, yep. yeah, that's true. I heard about even though it's a, 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 a you know more powerful, yeah, it's hard to develop on. Yeah. So a processor. Eventually people figured it out. Yeah, but eventually. Like, Bethesda's like the one... Especially big... the first party, second party people. Yeah. Well, the, the Bethesda's like, the, the, like one, the only like big developer that couldn't figure out how to make a damn game for it without being broken. Yeah. Like it was so bad mm. that like... 
DLC was getting delayed for over a year. Yeah. Like it was on 360, oh, but yeah. they had to wait another year on PS3 to get the game because they couldn't fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that's our kind of our show for the week. Uh, we I think we had a decent time. Yeah. We talked about a, quite a bit. Yeah, we had. Yeah, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you had fun. Uh, like a conclusion? Yes. We're at a conclusion now. So, what do we got for this week, Jack, on Retro Game of the Week? Well, the Retro Game of the Week kind of strikes a little bit close to home and stuff, as I'm going to be talking about Pokemon Gold and Silver. Let me tell you something, man. Back in the day when Pokemon Gold and Silver came out, it was just off the cuffs of, like, uh, me starting watching the new season of, like, Pokemon back in the day, you know, their whole Johto stuff. But, uh... It was hyped throughout, like, all else and stuff, and, like, things in Nintendo Power from, like, things I would see in magazines, Game Pro, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Hell, I'd buy, i had my parents buy me these gaming magazines when I was a kid, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh, I had played so much of uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. I even caught, like, every single Pokemon yeah. in, in blue, traded them across my versions to each other. That's cool. That uh, when Gold and Silver came out, it was such an awesome time because... For one, I actually woke up my my parents like around six o'clock in the fucking morning of its actual release, oh, God. and uh, <laughs> we went down to that Walmart. The people were still unpacking stuff, and they opened a box, and there was some <laughs> new copies right there. And so my dad goes ahead and puts both copies on layaway for me. Nice, because <laughs> hey, we weren't we didn't make too much money and stuff like that, but we did have a chance to like uh, whenever we'd had layaway options, we go, we get a couple items, we put on layaway. Especially with me in video games, then like in the next payday, they pay it off. I get a chance to play it. I tell you what, the first week, first couple of weeks, I was playing that those games. It was fucking crazy because awesome. it's like, oh, oh my god, there's some new Pokemon right here. It's like, oh, what's this? This is a Cyndaquil. What the fuck is Cyndaquil? <laughs> it's like it's going forth. That's cool. I choose. I ended up going forth. I was playing Cyndaquil, doing this, doing that, and stuff like that. I didn't know the aspect of Pokemon breeding. I didn't mm-hmm. even use that mechanic, honestly. Which I do commonly now with my Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire stuff, if I want to do competitive stuff. But, uh, oh my gosh. It's just the whole foray of the game itself. I mean, the, the game, we've obviously heard of what uh, Shitoru Iwata did with the game, like flattening down the size of it so they can include the yep. whole Kanto stuff with it as well. And uh, a fun factoid was this was supposed to be the last Pokemon game. Because they weren't sure of uh, whether or not how it was going to go, like, after uh, the whole Johto thing. Because the whole Pokemon, like, fat itself, I mean, after the red, blue, and yellow, the TV show, everything cards. else. It, they, the, the cards, they, Nintendo possibly like, thought it was going to be probably dying down a bit. So, for last hurrah, they went with gold and silver. And, well, oh my they gosh. The game itself, it was, <laughs> they were wrong about that. It's still going strong That's to this cool. day. But... I highly consider Gold and Silver to be my favorite, my favorites into this franchise to this day because of a few reasons. One, you have not only the whole entire gym and like Elite Four and stuff inside the Johto region, but you can go forth, go back to the whole Kanto, like when you were playing, like just a homage to the original games. Go through all the gym leaders that they had that time. Not only beat the Elite Four and uh, the champion through. Like the you know the Kanto Pokemon League, but uh, going through like uh, the what was it Indigo, was it Indigo Plateau? No, it was Silver Mountain. I think it was Mount Silver. Yeah, Mount Silver, to where you can actually go forth and beat Red, the original protagonist of the Red, Blue, and Yellow. That was fucking hardcore, right then and of itself. 
And it was so cool because I had the player's guide through, because I had to have a player's guide. RPG like that, no way I'm going to figure all this stuff mm-hmm. out by myself. Oh, yeah. So, look at a lot of them. Going, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was so cool. I still have it to this day, too, my old player's guide. But uh, I just have great memories of, like, just have my uh, Cyndaquil get into Typlosion, just taking all these, like, random Pokemon that uh, I didn't even know how the hell they were going to work doing this and doing that. Didn't really know the looks of a lot of the Pokemon up until I got this one random magazine, like, that showcased what the new Pokemon looked like. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is that Sarantula? What the hell is this? <laughs> it's, like, it's an alligator. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly, the Ariados, <laughs> stuff like that, the whole Spinarak and all this other stuff. But, uh, but yeah, Pokemon Gold and Silver was one, probably one of the most popular games to play on the Game Boy Color. I would constantly be playing it, like, at school, like, oh man, I was, like, in the seventh grade when that game released. I, uh, went through the game, both games, but I actually did play through both games, a tradition I still hold to this very day, where if I buy one version of Pokemon, I have to, I usually buy the other one. It's because of the whole mechanic of having only one save file. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, Pokemon Gold and Silver... Obviously, they have their remakes now with Heart Gold and Gold and Soul Silver. <laughs> but uh, yes, this is going to be my retro game of the week: Pokemon Gold and Silver. Great game, has a lot of good history. Has uh, still most people's favorite Pokemon game to this day. So <clears throat> Pokemon Yellow. There you go. <laughs> I've all, I've that was good that too. One, so I'd be uh, biased. but Gold and Silver is fantastic. I, I yeah, love those games. I want to try it out sometime. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what's really funny though is uh, when I played Pokemon Yellow for the first time or something like that, I didn't know that there was going to be like original like uh, separate games because I thought it was packaged with a Game Boy, <laughs> and so my mom actually bought the special edition like Game Boy Color, which I still have oh, to this day. Wow. <laughs> it still works. I, I had the same one. <laughs> so cool. Oh man, I posted a couple pictures on Facebook too because I found it like in storage. That's awesome man! <laughs> Can you send it to me, please? <laughs> You want some oh, touches. yeah, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Oh, well, the picture. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you my old fucking Game Boy. Yes. <laughs> I see how it is. No, but uh, that was a good uh, retro game of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, final words from me. Uh, thank you, Tyler of Loxley. <laughs> and, and thank you, Jack of Hearts, for having me on the show. It's been awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yes. You guys are great. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> yes. Uh, probably doing this again maybe next week yeah all right i'm totally down if you guys are down <laughs> all right cool we, you're not fired yet so that's a cool. good step yes yeah, um, all right <laughs> uh but if you want to hear more from us we are on on uh facebook we have a page and a group we are generation gaming on there so like us on there ask us to join our group and we will more likely let you join especially if you are a girl and want jack's credit card number so just ask oh come on <laughs> sorry um we're just having fun Seriously, yeah. Two years. It's never gonna. It's never gonna die. You can make fun of me. That that joke is the that joke is the Matt Hardy of podcasting. It, it will not a great die. Episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of our best. Um, but we are also on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Gen Gaming Net. So follow us on there. Um, you you can subscribe to our YouTube page by clicking on our junk. Um, or my my junk, it's, <laughs> it's down there on the on the on the right side of the screen. Um, Jake's mm-hmm. not here, so I can make that joke again. Uh, bringing it back, <laughs> baby. 
but no, that was our podcast for the week. Uh, thank you again, Justin, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I was your host, Tyler. And I'm the Jack of Hearts. And good night to all of you, fine young people and old. <laughs> GG, everybody. Alan, yes! Alan. I didn't think you were going to say it. Thank you, Alan. Expose <laughs> <laughs> yourself to kids. Before it's too late. Before oh. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs>